0: Good morning and hello to another episode of Coffee and Coaching. I do hope that you have a good cup of coffee ready. I just had a fantastic espresso, Italian espresso as always, a Luca Cafe, from actually Lago di Garda, from the north of Italy, from Gianluca Ventorelli. And they have this wonderful coffee called Piccolo and Dolce. And the packing of it is so sweet because it's two kids kissing with a little Bialetti can on the back so I really love it but today I would like to talk a bit about harmony something which in music is very yeah very clear very strong but do we have it actually in life and the big question is what is actually harmony? Well, in music this is really easily explained. It is at least three notes which have, which form a chord and form a harmony. And these harmonies can be major or minor harmonies which implies certain emotions actually with it. We always think that minor harmonies actually include sadness and major harmonies include happiness well when you go through all the harmonies which could be there that's probably not quite as simple because harmonies are very very colorful whenever we hear a harmony it does something in our brain and when we hear a harmony played On a piano, we immediately feel something with it. It might be happiness, it might be a certain color, it might be some other detail which is there. Interestingly enough, even if you play a harmony on a very old, out-of-tune piano, it actually will still sound like a harmony. That might come very surprising to many people because this is not precise, this is not perfect this is not as it should be but still it is there and I invite you to listen to Maria Radutu's Insomnia album she's a wonderful Romanian pianist living in Vienna and she brought out Insomnia a couple of years ago and it is a really beautiful album about The night and the long night and long train rides from Bucharest to Paris. In there is one piece which he actually played on a very old bar piano which is completely out of tune. Now you might think that must sound really horrible. But then again, it has something in there which makes it interesting. And yes, you actually can hear the harmonies. So the interesting thing is that we actually always recognize harmonies. Our brain has this amazing ability of putting harmonies together even if they are played on an out-of-tune piano. Now, even if you play it on a really well-tuned piano it needs mastery to tune it in a way that actually magic happens. Because tuning a piano is not mathematical. It needs a very fine understanding of the instrument, of the whole, of everything around it, even the player, to make a harmony absolutely heavenly. So if we play and hear these harmonies, which are almost heavenly, while well, our brain gets on fireworks. It's happiness, it is fascination, it is magic. Harmony is very important. and Harmony doesn't mean that everything needs to be always in perfect harmony. Actually, harmony lives from disharmony, from the contrast, from things which lead into the harmony, which makes us happy to hear the harmony. How important harmony is, especially also in teams, is something the great conductor Adam Fischer found out ages ago he has a very peculiar way of starting his rehearsals he's not just going there saying good morning and starting it but especially with his own orchestra what he does is that he first plays a Bach chorale with the whole orchestra so he just calls out a number and everybody knows which chorale it is and then they play that why do they actually do that? Bach chorales are examples of perfect harmony, wonderfully written, really brilliant music, and I invite you to listen to some of them. Their harmonies are harmonies at its best. But why do you? Does a symphony orchestra, which probably plays nineteenth century, twentieth century repertoire, why does it need to play? a Bach chorale at the beginning. What ina- it enables players and musicians to do is to listen very, very carefully to their colleagues and to kind of find that harmony, to kind of swing into that harmony where everybody then is attuned to the others and knows exactly these little details of fine-tuning they need to do to make it really brilliant that's why Adam Fisher's orchestra sounds so fantastic they learned to listen they are tuned in to their colleagues now you might ask now saying hey Bernhard, this is actually not a musical podcast but a podcast about coffee and coaching I told you a bit of, about the coffee I drank this morning but I didn't tell you much else So why does it actually matter to you? We often mistake what I call generated harmony with real harmony. Generated harmony is this amazing brain capacity to hear harmony on a broken piano and our brain has still the ability to put it together. Very often when we go into a room, when we are in conversation with others, when we are in a meeting we hear this broken harmony thankfully our brain puts it together and we say oh everything is okay it's in harmony anyway but this is false harmony so the first step we actually need to do also in our life is to recognize what is real harmony what is magic harmony and what is actually false harmony very often just to avoid conflict we are happy to work with false or brain generated harmony because it's easier for us to avoid conflict to step out and to say hey you know I think we really need to fine tune that piano we probably might actually have to replace some of the broken strings there and perhaps this G major harmony is not the right one for us we should look at an A minor one So we need to recognize what true harmony is is and where we find it. We need to look for it. We need to listen in. We need to lean into the conversation to understand what is true harmony. Where are we completely aligned? Where can we do this little bit of fine-tuning so that it makes it magic? We need to actively look for it. And it's not enough if just one person in the room does it. We need to get everybody to do that. I sometimes, in bigger or smaller events, when I do a keynote, I do a wonderful exercise at the beginning. And you might have seen that or being part of that. What I ask everyone is to stand up, to close their eyes, to focus on their breathing, and then slowly to start humming. Then I ask them to get louder, And louder and louder what happens very quickly is that from a array of different notes people actually agree intuitively on one note sometimes even on a harmony which is really beautiful if that happens but they don't need anybody to tell them saying hey you need to see a sing a a C or an F or an F sharp or anything they actually automatically we automatically listen to each other and tune in to the others to find the one note which actually may brings us together in the room try it out with any kind of crowd you want and see what happens and let the magic happen but coming back to what I say today is do not take the artificial harmony which is generated by our brain as the true harmony which is in the room. Look for the true, for the magic harmony, for these moments where the fireworks actually start in your brain and probably also in your body, in your soul, which makes it so fantastic. Where you have this gut feeling of almost butterflies where everything is not only in harmony, but it becomes a heavenly and magic harmony. Look for that, tune in to the others, ask the others to tune into it as well and don't be content with artificial harmony which luckily our brain is able to generate. That was another episode of Coffee and Coaching. My name is Bernhard Keres and if you want to know more about me go on my website BernhardKeres.com You find the link also in the program notes to this episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to comment or share it. Yes, share it with your friends, wherever some more harmony is actually needed. And I do look forward to hear from you, hear your comments and your feedback on that episode or any any other episode I did. Thanks so much for listening. Till soon. This was Coffee and Coaching with Bernhard Karis.